Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And today, if you can't see my screen, we are talking about Zoom. That's right, the video conference sharing platform. Now, if you are listening to this either on the podcast or on the radio, uh, you can basically go over to my YouTube channel and see this is a PowerPoint presentation, but I will be very descriptive. Now, if you didn't know, some recent things about Zoom have come to light. Specifically, their terms of services have been making the rounds. But Zoom is some platform that I have been tracking actually for quite some time. I uh, have written on this, have talked about this on the radio and basically in podcast and video form and all of that over the years. And I wanted to give you a brief primer on why we shouldn't be using Zoom. And for the record, I am intentionally using Zoom to record this because I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And Zoom people, if you're watching this, here you go. This is why I'm leaving your platform to better pastors, more secure pastors, more private pastors as well. And so with that, let's get started here and basically talk about the utter nightmare that for privacy that Zoom has been over the years. So I went back and did my homework looking through my notes, uh, looking uh, basically through Google and all of that. And I found just some basic primer, and this is not a complete list, but understand where we are coming from, because starting in about 2019, 2020, a lot of different things came to light. Now, understand also that Zoom is a Chinese-based company, and something that I've talked about in the past on this show before is that in 2017, uh, the government of China basically created a law that said, if you are a Chinese-based corporation like Zoom or TikTok or Alibaba or Tenmu or any one of these companies, and you have information on non-Chinese citizens, aka foreigners, aka Americans or Europeans or whoever, by law, the Chinese government gets access to that as will and as needed. And by virtue of that, we have seen some privacy issues crop up. This is also why I never recommend applications that have been based in China, specifically because we cannot guarantee their privacy. Try running a class action lawsuit against Zoom in China, you're not going to get far. And so this obviously is a huge thing. So with that, the very first thing we've got here, and this is a direct copy and paste from the headline from The Intercept, the whistleblower platform, Zoom meetings are not end-to-end -end encrypted despite misleading marketing. This is what came to light in 2020 regarding this platform, and that's obviously been a huge thing uh, in terms of them claiming that, yes, you're end-to-end, uh, -end, you're fully private, and during the middle of the pandemic, or I should say the beginning of the pandemic, it came out thanks to uh, research, which we'll talk about in a second here, that quite frankly... It's not that they're not end-to-end -end encrypted. And in fact, it's actually worse because many of the North American Zoom meetings were basically being keyed for security, keyed for encryption using servers in China. At least 10% of meetings, according to Toronto's Citizen Labs research out of the University of Toronto, they are doing the cyber lord's work on this kind of thing. So obviously that is a huge, huge problem. And so as we are looking at this understand that Zoom is telling us back in 2020, the middle of pandemic, yes, please, everybody's going remote. Everybody come to Zoom and Zoom absolutely exploded. But they didn't disclose that a good chunk of our, essentially our servers were or our meetings were being secured through private servers in China that they ran, which means they may have access to these kinds of things. Now, Zoom did come out and say, oh, well, this was a mistake in our routing take that for what it's worth, et cetera. But nevertheless, that is a huge mistake. And they should be seeing that enormous amount of traffic leaving North America to hit China and come on back. And quite frankly, if they're not, they're lying. And so I think that is a huge, huge thing. That's obviously my opinion. Now, on top of this, 
they actually failed to disclose that they had 700 employees in China developing for this. Basically, the impression that the world got was, oh, Zoom is an American company or Zoom is based very heavily in America, et cetera, et cetera. But they failed to disclose publicly this. And this was also found out by the Citizen Lab, uh, you know, at the University of Toronto. And that obviously is a huge thing. Developers have the ability to code in specific vulnerabilities. If you want to talk about that, we've looked at Chinese companies in the past like Huawei and ZTE that appear to have intentional backdoors built into their products. Again, I've done videos and podcasts over the years on this as well. So that is a huge problem. There could be vulnerabilities that allow remote access to Zoom employees to do things like turn on cameras, record video, et cetera, et cetera. We don't know but there haven't been transparent over the years. And that also came to light in that 2020 report. On top of it, about a year or so ago, they paid $85 million to settle a lawsuit over privacy violations on their platform, uh, including Zoom bombing, because most people were not encrypting uh, you know, essentially their, their platforms. And we saw schools and meetings where people would just pop right in uh, you know, to meetings, obviously violating privacy and on and on. And so understand it's been an insecure platform for years. On top of it, The Guardian had an article entitled Zoom is Malware. They were very slow to fix vulnerabilities that basically left cameras potentially exposed. If you were able to exploit the vulnerability, an attacker might be able to gain access to your microphone and camera and all of that. And, and Zoom has since attempted to say speed things up, or at least that's what they're telling us, that's a huge problem and obviously more. That is just a snippet. But what we are talking about now today is the terms of service that were recently updated and are starting to make the rounds in the cybersecurity community. And I wanted to talk about this directly because quite frankly, this is one of the biggest issues that we have. They are basically saying the quiet parts out loud here. And let me read you this if you are uh, basically listening to the podcast or on the radio here uh, as I'm talking about this. This is literally 10.4. What you see on your screen or if you were watching me is an exact screenshot. I literally took this snip directly from basically the uh, terms of service page on zoom.us. And so there you go. 10.4 customer license grant and I quote, you agree to grant and hereby grant you agree to grant and hereby grant Zoom a perpetual worldwide non-exclusive royalty-free sub-licensable and transferable license and all other rights required or necessary to redistribute, publish, import, access, use, store, transmit, review, disclose, preserve, extract, modify, reproduce, share, use, display, copy, distribute, translate, transcribe, create derivative works, and process customer content. Your meetings, your content, that's a tangent, customer content, and I continue, and to perform all acts with respect to customer content. One, as may be necessary for Zoom to provide the services to you, including to support the services. Two, for the purpose of product and service development, marketing, analytics, quality assurance, machine learning, artificial intelligence, training, testing, improvement of the services, software, or Zoom's other products, services, and software, or any combination thereof. Tangent. 
That basically means they can take your stuff and do what they want. Stick it through an artificial intelligence, have third parties read it, have their employees watch your meetings for training, market this, send it to the Chinese government, shoot it to the moon. They basically say they can do whatever they want. End of tangent, point number three. And for any other purpose relating to any use or other act permitted in accordance with section 10.3. If you have any proprietary rights in or to service generated data or aggregated anonymous data, you hereby grant Zoom a perpetual, irrevocable, worldwide non-exclusive, royalty-free, sub-licensable, and transferable license and all other rights required or necessary to enable Zoom to exercise its rights pertaining to service-generated data and aggregated anonymous data, as the case may be, in accordance with this agreement, end quote. Now, that's what we're talking about here. Imagine you are that company with intellectual property and you are openly discussing that which makes you unique, that which will cost you millions or billions of dollars if it gets out and you are doing it in a Zoom meeting. They can see it, they can use it, they can analyze it, they can do what they want. And that is a huge, huge problem. That's what we're talking about. It's not us just you know, wrapping and catching up and all these kinds of things. Not to mention biometric issues. If you're on Zoom, can they take screenshots of your face? Absolutely they can. Can they put that in a database? Absolutely they can. Can they take audio voice recordings and have an imprint of you on your audio? Absolutely they can. These are huge problems with this platform. There is no privacy. And while everybody thinks about privacy, especially if you're out of cybersecurity, oh, well, it's encrypted, so I'm good. It is not they have access. It's still not fully encrypted, even though they say it's end-to-end. -end. When you own the keys that are running the encryption, you have the ability to open up and look through the encryption. We don't own the keys. They are generating them for us, which means they own the keys. That's not end-to-end. -end. And so I think this is a huge, huge problem. And the very final line of this is, and I quote 10.4, the end of it, Notwithstanding the above, Zoom will not use audio, video, or chat customer content to train our artificial intelligence models without your consent. Well, that is in direct contradiction to exactly what they just said. Not to mention the fact, if you're only talking about AI, that doesn't mean they can't copy it out and do it anywhere else. Does anybody actually believe this? This is absolutely insane. And so if you're on Zoom, that is absolutely crazy at this point. If you're doing innocuous things, you're catching up with friends or whatever, and you don't care, that's fine. I have no problem. But if you're conducting business, if you're doing anything sensitive with this, this is a huge problem. And so by virtue of that, here we are. And so thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Obviously, please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, which are, believe me, are no beacons of privacy either, but this is an issue. And uh, basically follow me on YouTube as well. And just please get off of Zoom. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.